0: Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills Podcast. Dag Heward Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. A warm welcome to you this Monday. Bishop Dagg will teach you why depth is an essential quality to have as a Christian and a minister if you want to be used by God mightily. From today's message you will receive wisdom on how you can become a deeper Christian and somebody who is not shallow when it comes to the things of God. From today's message you will be encouraged to personally take the sacrifices that are required in order to become deep. This Monday's teaching will help you to recognize that if you fail to go deeper, a lack of depth will be your portion. But I believe today you shall receive wisdom to overcome shallowness and to go deeper and achieve more.
1: Hallelujah. Please be seated. Wow. Are you glad to be in church today? I hope you are enjoying our last few days at the square before we move back to the center. All right. So make the most of the open air fresh air church service. Hallelujah. Now Today, I want to receive an offering. Amen. And I want you to take note of the following blessing. Amen. Say, I have the secret of prosperity. I am stepping into my wealthy place this year. Amen. Say, I have the secret of prosperity. I am stepping into my wealthy place this year. Amen. Psalm 66 and verse 12 says thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water but thou broughtest us into a wealthy place. Amen. Then verse 13 says I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. A burnt offering is an offering you cannot sort of use or do anything with once you present it because it's burnt. It's useless to anybody. Even burnt toast, burnt meat, burnt rice. Can rice be burnt? Bent jollof. It's the West jollof. Unfortunately, there are some people who claim to know how to cook and they are always presenting bent jollof. How many have tasted bent jollof? There's like smoke in the rice. Smoky rice. So I will go into thy house with bent offerings. And I will pay thee my vows which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. You know, many times when we are in trouble, we promise God, Oh Lord, if you take me out. I promise you. True or not true? Yes. He says, I will go and I will pay the the vow which my lips uttered when I was in trouble. So when I was in trouble, I made a promise. And then he says, I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. Different types of offerings, you know, to the Lord. This this psalm was written hundreds, thousands of years ago. It's not like some, you may say, oh, these are prosperity preachers or pastors who are looking for money. There was not even a church. A church did not exist when this psalm was written. Is a worship of a worshiper. And he's saying, I will give my offerings, I will pay my burnt offerings, I will give fatlings, rams, um, bullocks, and with goats. I'll give all these to the Lord. So, you know, I want to tackle more of the deep causes of poverty and defeat you know whenever we come to church you know i feel that you know when when we, since we are taking an offering you might as well be blessed with some of the secrets of prosperity and i want you to glean something some wisdom keys that will help you in your life and your search. And one of these wisdom keys is the secret of escaping or dodging cases. You know, it says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. What but you see. Wherein have we robbed you? Or how can a man rob God? Then he says, in tithes and offerings. So he says, with, when you don't pay tithes and you don't pay offerings, you rob me. Then he continued and said, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Okay. So you see right there, God is saying, you are cursed. Now, what is a curse? And number one, I have the definitions of a curse in my book, How to Neutralize Curses. You know, if I was to recommend a book or even a topic, I would say, if I was to recommend a topic, very, very important topic. For you to study, it will be the topic of curses. And I'll recommend my book, of course, How to Neutralize Curses. It doesn't contain everything, but it contains a lot. Why do I say that? Because I, I see that it's the deep root of a lot of things, it's a deep source of lots of things that are not working. Do you see? Now, what is a curse? A cursed person is someone who experiences persistent frustration. Number two, a cursed person is someone who is behind and below in everything. Do you see? In every area. You know, one day I was in uh, America and I was with a pastor. And uh, African-American pastor. And he said something that surprised me because, of course, I don't know anything about african American lives. But he was one. He said our people, and he was referring to his people, he said, have the lowest in everything. He was, just, he was not talking about cases. He was just talking about their situation. He said in education, they are the lowest. In health, they are the lowest. In crime, they are the highest. In, um, in what? Prison, is the, they are the highest. In um, infrastructure, quality of life. He said in everything, our people are the lowest. I mean, He was talking about something and then he just gave that as an example. But you know, when I read this, it reminded me of what the person said that. A cursed person is someone who's behind and below in everything, even vaccines. Yes. Yeah. And then number three: a cursed person is someone on whom a specific evil has been invoked, like a specific word is spoken about a person or to a person. You know, I pray that no specific word, negative word, is spoken against you. A cursed person is someone who is plagued with mysterious freak incidents. Number five, a cursed person is someone who is a persistent failure. You know, when when he said you are cursed because of tithes and offerings, you may not know that taking from God his money, do you see, what can lead you to persistently failing in your life. Number six, a cursed person is someone who is persistently rejected. And persistently set aside. Number seven. A cursed person is someone who is never chosen. Like you are not chosen. Hmm? You know, one day a brother sent me a picture. And he said, um, he's the only black man in his company board is a white american millionaire type of company and he said i'm the only black person and you see it's he's saying that to say that it's unusual that i should be there usually i will not be at that level or somebody like me will not usually be there you get what i'm saying yeah persistently never chosen number eight a curse all these are connected to offerings and tithing yes it's connected because you are cursed how offering and tithes. i've not done any my father has not cursed me my mother has not cursed me no pastor has cursed me no man of god has cursed me it's saying that you can induce curses by making mistakes with tithes and offerings, yes, you are cursed. How? how me? So it's written, in. you are cursed with the curse. What? Where in tithes and offerings? Because you are eating something that you shouldn't eat. A cursed person is someone who is unable to redirect his life in a positive direction. Please, you can read this chapter 2. Uh, curses that follow non-tithers. In the book, Tithing, Why, uh, what? Why Non-Tithers Become Poor and How Tithing Christians Can Become Rich. Chapter 2. I'm just reading it to you. I'm not saying it because you've come to church. I'm reading the book to you. He's unable to redirect his life. A curse is working. Number nine. A cursed person. Is someone who is bereft. Of critically important information. Yes. Like. Something important that you should know. But you don't know. Do you see? Something important that you should know. Now, Kenneth Hagen was teaching one time about um, how when children have not reached a certain age, their spirits are alive to God. And when they get to a certain age, they sin. And when they sin, they get cut off from that direct connection. So he said he knew a pastor who um, who had a friend, I think, in Bible school, a colleague who died. And so he was, this pastor was going to the funeral of his friend. Are you with me? Are you listening? Yeah. So the flight... They were going early in the morning. It was at dawn. And the mother, his wife, they had two little children. And there was nobody at home to leave the children with. So they decided to go with the children to the airport. So the pastor and his wife and the two children, I'm talking about someone who is bereft of critically important information. So, the pastor and his wife and the two children went to the airport because the husband was going to take that flight and go to his friend's funeral. So, she put the children at the back of the car to sleep. So, when they got to the airport, the husband said bye bye, but the children were asleep in the car, at the back of the car. So, the husband went into the airport. And then got on the plane. And then the plane was going. I think I think it must have been a small airport. They could see. So as the plane was moving, one of the children who was asleep at the back sat up and said, doesn't daddy know that that plane is going to crash? And the plane crashed at the airport. And he died. Yes, he said the, the child sat up and just said ah, doesn't he know that this plane is going to crash? So the child was connected to God and knew something because he couldn't even see just well, doesn't he know? So a curse comes where you are blinded, you are blind to important information. And often a curse is working. Maybe in your workplace. Maybe a thief in your life. Maybe a deceiver in your life. Maybe something that is very, very harmful to you. But you are bereft of critical information. And that is a curse. And number ten. A cursed person is someone who is constantly assigned to the bad option. You are always assigned to the bad place. Let's say you are running 200 meters and the outer track is more difficult. You will always be assigned to the outer track. Yes. Or maybe flying on a plane, they seat, middle seat in between two families with babies. (laughs) It's like you, your seat will always be assigned. You always be there. One baby cry on your left, one on your right, or two people that are, excuse me to say, pushing on the left and on the right. And you are in the center of, of the gas. And your face mask is not unable to help. I told you face mask doesn't help when you are in an air conditioned room. (laughs) So, today marks the end of being assigned to bad options. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Or you go and buy a video cassette player and yours doesn't work. You see? Because the reason why they give guarantees is because in every factory production, let's say maybe where they make a thousand, they usually have maybe one that doesn't work. So that's why the guarantee is there, so that within the one year, if it happens that yours is the one that malfunctioned from the factory production, you can return it. But it's not because they love you, but because it always happens, <laughs> and it happens that you when you went to buy. And all the things we are arranging. You selected the bad option. And you've been selecting the bad option often. It's a curse. Or you go to buy something that is size 12. But it's actually size 8. Because the person who put the sizes on made a mistake. And put 8 on on 12. Or 12 or 8. It's ending today. Number 11. A cursed person is someone who only encounters bad people. Yes. You never encounter good people. If you go out, the man you meet you know is a certain type of person. Only you. A lift that you've gotten is taking you somewhere? Huh? Cars are passing. Nobody minds you, but the one who minds you. You know, one day a brother told me he took a lift from Tema, uh, the toll booth, at the Accra side. And when he got in the car, I don't know what they do. It was in the night, and they turned off the lights, and the driver started singing. Lead kindly light. He started singing the song in the car. And there, there were two there were two people, one in the front. You see, how come you got into that car? Lead kindly light. And he branched off the motorway and took him to a cemetery. Yes. So, a long story short, a curse means that you are always choosing the bad option. You encounter bad people. A man that that has picked you, who says he's going to give you, look after you, give you some small money to help with your school, not knowing that you have to pay with sex for the school fees. A small girl like you. And before you realize. Seven people have helped you to go to school. And all seven have demanded school fees from you. The one they are giving school fees to. God forbid. forbid. How come you are always encountering a bad person. Who would abuse you. Or you encounter a pastor who abuses. People instead of helping you. Is abusing you and using you sexually. Anybody who is doing that, come and report the person. There's no, the church doesn't endorse that. So if it's happening to you, you should come and say it. Because you have encountered, maybe it's a curse. Yeah. You'll not meet bad people anymore from today. In Jesus' name. Maybe you are the bad person who people are meeting. <laughs> are you listening to me? And finally, number twelve, a cursed person, someone who is always last and ends up as the loser, no matter how he starts. Do you see? Always down. So, brothers and sisters, a curse is a very dangerous thing. And it's the reason for many things. You see, which means that whether you study science or arts, you get it? Or whether you do diamond mining or gold mining, you are lost. You know, like Ghana, do you know that Ghana... Is the um, largest producer of gold in Africa. Has been for some time. We've overtaken South Africa. Oh, yes. Ghana, your beloved country. Yes. But we are the largest producers of gold. And South Africa has the, some of the richest gold mines in the world. In fact, the, the deepest gold mine in the world is belonging to Anglo Gold Ashanti. And actually, 30% of all gold ever produced in the whole world is produced, has been produced from South Africa, those mines just behind Johannesburg. 30% of all the gold in the whole world ever mined. That's how rich those mines are. The richest gold mines, Africa. I mean, we are here. And you see what a curse is that he's always last and ends up as the loser no matter how he starts. yes. So, brothers and sisters, I, I just want you to know that, you know, let's respect curses. You must have a proper respect. When, when you hear the word, curse, hey, what, what, what again? What again is it coming? When you hear the word, curse, I say, please. Are you with me? When you hear the word, curse, I say Please. I beg you. Fear curses and live long. One, one, one man, he came to slap his father. You know, and his sister was telling me what happened to him. He fell down from the fourth floor. Yes, from the fourth floor. But he didn't die. And what happened to him before he died? For a period. Yes. Of some months. He was in pieces. But this is somebody who didn't wasn't afraid to go and strike his own father who brought him into the world. You know, people are not afraid of the word curse. That's that's what I, I, I see. And it is to your own detriment that you don't have a proper respect for curses. You know, monkeys. You know, one time they took a monkey which has never seen anybody, any bad thing before. It only stayed in a cage and is giving food. Then they put a snake. They put the monkey in one cage and then they put the snake in the next cage, separated by glass. Now, the monkey which hasn't seen anything bad before became agitated. Do you understand? It's like an, an uneducated monkey is able to see and know that this is not a good thing. That is by me. But you, when you see the word curse or you see that, its nothing to you. It's like it's like you don't. It doesn't even move you. How does the monkey, which has never seen... And I remember watching that thing on a video. I said, hey, how does the monkey know that this viper, which is lying there quietly, is, can be the end of his life if only the glass will break or shift? But you are not afraid of curses. My friend, let us respect curses. Even as I'm preaching, I'm thinking of myself that, hey, have I induced any curse? financially in my life yes by taking for, that's why sometimes you know when i'm even giving offerings or even tithes i say you know what add all this should be in case there is a maybe how many realize that sometimes your money can mix up before you realize you've eaten a bite of your tithe <laughs> Learn to fear curses and respect blessings. How many know Reverend Adeboye, the General of Asia, Redeemed Church? It's the biggest church, widespread church in the world. You know, one day, a friend of mine, my friend, Reverend Steve, you know, he told me something that happened in his church. He said, um he was having a wedding and the bride, I think the bride or the, the bride, I think it was the bride or the bridegroom, was connected to this Reverend Adeboye in Nigeria. I think she, were a church member, an old church member whose child was getting married also, but it was married in his church. So he was there when he said, oh, this great man of God is coming to the wedding. And this great man of God came for the wedding in his private jet. And arrive in Accra, so when he got to the church, ah, oh, sir, you are welcome. The, the, the pulpit is yours. Everything to you be. He said, No, 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 not at all. Preaching? I am not come to preach. I will just bless the child and go back. He said, Oh, are you serious? Serious? Start preaching, my son. <laughs> so he had to preach. And this great father, he just laid hands on the lady and the prayed for them. And after that, drove back to Godoka, sat on his plane to go. He just came to bless the child and go away. Yes. That is how you must grow up in your life to respect blessings. That I will get a word of a blessing from an authority figure who God has anointed to bless and to speak his word. Please, let no monkey be wiser than us today. That he can see something in the next cage as a neighbor and he's... he's, The the monkey which was cool, he became agitated. He was squealing and moving. He said, "No, no, 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 no. He has never been to the forest before. He doesn't know anything. No parent... Nothing. Just seeing the snake was enough. I pray that your life will from today be a life that will invoke specific words of blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May every good word spoken in your direction come to pass. May you never cross any lines that bring about curses on yourself or on your children in any way, form or fashion. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, I want everybody to take out your special offering and tithes and everything you have because you know, you look into the sky before you realize it's raining and we are running home. So, I'm sure today looks cool. Yeah. yeah. So take out your offering by your phone. If you are watching on television, especially in the countries which have locked down, you know, I met some people from the UK. They were telling me, um, it's not allowed to even go to, to buy anything at a shop. Yes. You are not allowed to go out at all. Still in the UK. You know, it's amazing. If you travel and come, you, are, you cannot step out of your house for some weeks. It's fantastic. So, let everyone, everywhere, how, how many know that? How, your, how will your finances be in November? Do you see? How will your finances be in December? How will things be for you in August? How would things be for you in April? How will things be for you? Let that be a blessing on your financial situation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So take out your... your and and no, nobody should say it doesn't matter. It matters. <laughs> it matters. You know, I, I think that if that's what I said that if there's ever, if there's only one topic that I'll, I was to advise you to study personally and develop, it, to be the topic of curses and blessings. That's a topic. Yeah. Because I've seen people, if you do this, out will curse the person will still do it. People don't, they're, they're not afraid. And when their whole life withers, they can't understand it. So, take out your offering, your tithes. Please, I think our mast here is an MTN mast, if I'm right. So, I think MTN is working. Those in America joining, call your friends who are not in church right now, Switzerland, anywhere where there's lockdown. The pandemic is ending, it seems, but has not ended. It's been going on, ending, ending, ending still no ending. We are in March. And, um, we are still around by the grace of God. Well, everybody should take out your offering and also your tithes. Now, nobody should say, I I don't have tithe because of the pandemic. Now, you see, God will send a real pandemic to your, to your money so that it will be true that you don't have money because of the pandemic. Meanwhile, some people have put on weight during the pandemic. They've actually grown bigger. You've eaten more during the pandemic than before the pandemic. So, I see a smile coming to your face in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll be glad because of the blessing of the Lord coming into your life. Can I have an amen? God is going to bless you and you are being shown the secret of prosperity. One of the secrets of prosperity is tithing. What is God's is God's. That's all. I said said the theme was I have the secret of prosperity. And one of the secrets is what is for God is for God. It's not for you. It wouldn't be in your interest to eat it, to use it. So don't say, oh, I cannot give tithes. Do you know? You know, one day a brother said to me, Do you know how much I earn? (laughs) He was laughing. Do you know how much I earn that you pay tithes? He was laughing. Wow. But that's not how the story ended. That's just the first part. So, brothers and sisters, let's be God fearing curse-fearing, blessing-loving Christians. And when it comes to money, which affects us so much, it affects pastors so much that pastors end up preaching so much about money. Is it not true? Money really affects our lives. So what I'm sh- it affects your life so much. So don't let money become a source of a curse to you in any way, form, or fashion. Neither today nor tomorrow. Even if you are not in this church, don't let money be a source of a curse in your life. Father, I pray for everyone watching, listening, who is part of this broadcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Healing Jesus Television, and on any other platform. And those who are here physically, those who are part of this great service, Bless indeed our lives in a mighty way. Bless our finances. Bless our bank accounts. Lord, some bank accounts are getting smaller. Some of our bank accounts, Lord, it's no point even going to the bank. The transportation to the bank is more than the money in the bank. Lord, let there be a change in every bank account and every financial situation I pray about coffins that I see in the spirit and I say let death not approach us in the name of Jesus let the curse of death premature death be shooed away I repel it I repel useless expenses on funerals And the sad aroma of a funeral. In the name of Jesus. Savior of the world. Let everyone under the sound of my voice experience the blessing. Of financial liberty. Visit all of us Lord in our difficulties. And open the windows of heaven Lord. Let there be a change. Let the curse. The curse of always being low. No matter what job. or No matter what situation. Let that curse be lifted. Thank you Father. Thank you. Thank you for an answer for those of us. Watching from America. From England. From South Africa. From every part of the world. From Ghana. Those watching in East Africa and South Africa. Let the curse. Be lifted. Let blessings begin to flow to your people. Thank you, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, give your offering. And uh, anyone who went to America in order to prosper, because I know that would be the main reason for going there. May you not, I'm speaking to Americans, may, may you be saved from the curse that says that whether you are in Bechem or Kintampo or New York or California, you will never do well. May you be saved from that curse. In the name of Jesus Christ, may you be lifted up by supernatural power. Powered by Jesus Christ. Powered by Jesus Christ. May all these 12 curses, 12 descriptions, never apply to anyone under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
2: Son of God, you are the savior of the world, you are the way, the truth, the life. Who is Jesus? He's the Savior. Whoa, whoa. who is Jesus? He is the the only way to the Father. The truth Who is Jesus He is the light oh, 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 oh. Ooh, ooh. Savior of the world ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You never built a house You never wrote You never had an office, you never had an iPhone, you never went to university, and you never drove a car, you never traveled 200 miles from home, the people want to know,
3: is Jesus,
2: he's the Savior of the world,
3: he's the
2: Savior, oh, well, well, is the way the only In a hotel you never went to london you never traveled on a plane you never went to new york you never got married you never had a child but we were all your children you never had a bank account but you made us song rich all power Oh, 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 oh yes, son. Um, oh, he is savior. He is my savior. He oh, is Jesus. He is the way, he is the only way. Oh, way. Oh yeah. He Jesus. He is the truth. The truth. Whoa, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh.
4: Let the, church Let the church say. Amen. Oh, 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 oh see, I need you to say it. Amen. When your dreams are about to die. Amen.
3: Knowing
4: that God is not a man. Amen. And he just can't lie.
3: Amen.
4: See in spite of what? Amen. What the devil does. Now. The church say, hey, hey, say amen. Hey, And you better believe it. Why God, God has
3: spoken
4: I heard Let the church, let the church say it. It. Oh, Let the church say it Cause God has spoken I heard it when he said it Let the church, let the church say it.
2: many of you can feel that the presence of God is in this place and it's time for my favorite part of the service. Oh, you didn't hear me. That's why I'm still sitting down. It's time for my favorite part of the service. I believe this afternoon God has anointed his servants for us. The Bible says that the words that I speak, they contain spirit and life. And this afternoon, God has anointed his prophet for you. The words he's about to speak contain spirit and life. Ezekiel said that the spirit entered me when he spake. This afternoon, the spirit is going to enter you when the prophet speaks. So if you are excited, lift up your voice as we sing our song of faith, as we welcome our prophet. Lift up your voice as we sing our song of faith. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you
5: put your
2: trust in
5: God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. Harking to the voice of God to me, is there anything too hard to your trust in God alone and rest upon His Word. For everything, for everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust When you're trusting in His word, talking to the voice of God to is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes everything is.
1: Hallelujah! lift your hands father thank you for the blessing of today we ask you to speak to our hearts and bless our lives with your mighty power your mighty Holy Spirit I want everybody to just ask the Lord right now to open your eyes your spiritual eyes that you may see and hear anything that is hidden from you in God that is necessary for you to know that the Lord will bring you to where he wants to bring you in the name of Jesus just lift your hands and speak to God in a moment God I want you for the spirit
3: of revelation spirit of revelation and wisdom the
5: knowledge of God
4: thank you for the spirit of wisdom
1: and revelation name we pray father thank you just lay hands on your head right now thank you for opening our eyes in a special way in Jesus name amen you may be seated welcome to this important session I want to share with you something very important the theme of my short and important message For this season is going deeper and doing more. Going deeper and doing more. Amen. Revelations chapter 2 and verse 18. To the angel of the church in Thyatira write. These are the words of the son of God. Whose eyes are like a blazing fire. Whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love, and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Amen. You are now doing what? More than you did at first. Going deeper and doing more. So the church in Thyatira received a very important message from the Lord. And the first thing the Lord said to them was that I know that you are now doing more than you did at first. So, I believe that God wants us to go deeper and do more because he wants us to do more uh, for him. I, I, he wants us to, to serve him more you know one time I was, I was at the uh, bed bedside of a dying man and um, you know I like sometimes to see my church members that I'm connected to in the spirit I can sense uh, sometimes when they are leaving and one of the things that I, um, I would like to do is to say thank you to someone who has been faithful. Bible says a faithful man who can find. All right? So, on different occasions, I've been at the bedside or just visited People that died a few days or weeks later. And uh, almost always I knew that I was seeing them for the last time. But I remember one particular one. I said thank you to the person. I said thank you for this, thank you for this, thank you for all these things. And what he said was "I, I wish I could have done more. It will always be your wish that you did more. There is no way that you die tomorrow and you will not wish that you did more. If you like, write it down and tonight think about it in bed. That there is no way you will be dying. God forbid you die tomorrow. Why should you die tomorrow? No, in Jesus' name. We cancel all such premature death. But there is no way you will die and not wish you had done more. You wish you had done more. And this brother said to me, I wish I had done more. When I was saying things, oh, I wish I had done more. Yeah. So, doing more is the natural wish of almost anyone who Uh, maybe if you don't feel like doing more, it's because you are not either spiritual enough or you are not eternity conscious enough or you are not thinking well. (laughs) I want to do more. I want to do more. You know, I was recently counting how many give thyself holy conferences we have ever had. Give thyself. And we had, we had when we counted and put together the ones we've had in Ghana, South Africa, we had uh, three no we had three in Johannes, uh, uh, Soweto, one in Cape Town, and in Brazzaville, in whatever Kinshasa, I mean different France, toulouse, London, Addis Ababa, and so on. It was twenty eight yeah, twenty eight you know so I started to pray that if God will help me to have 100 give thyself holy conferences before I should go out of this world. You get what I'm saying? I realize, I mean, you see, when you start counting the things, you, you, you immediately feel, I want to do more. Yes. I mean, if you, if you tell me that you don't feel like doing more, you have not thought of heaven, you have not thought of dying, you have not thought of going out of this world, you've not analyzed your life well. But if you analyze it, you realize that, oh, is that all? I could have done more. If you helped the church, if you helped God's work, if you did anything, do you see, that is quantifiable in any way. I tell you your wish. And if you count the number of years you've been around, maybe the number of years you've been around as a helper, and the number of years you've been around, you say, Oh, can it not be tw- become 20? <laughs> Maybe you've been in full-time ministry, or you've been a lay pastor, you've been a count it. Count it. And you, you now you start to say, Oh, can I not do just a little bit more? I wrote a book called Just a Little Bit More. <laughs> A brother wrote to me and said, how do you get all these titles? (laughs) Can't you do just a little bit more? I got it from somebody. All these are borrowed titles. So he said to the Thyatira people, he said, I know your deeds, eh? your love, your faith, your service, and your perseverance. And that I also know that now, You are doing more than you did at first. Revelations 2 verse 19. I now know that you are doing more than you did at first. So, today I want to uh, begin this uh, short series on going deeper and doing more. Amen. Alright. Philemon chapter 1 verse 20. Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. There are some people; their only job is to refresh you. Now you may never know what refreshment is until you become a boxer, and the bell goes cling, and you go back for some refreshment. They wipe your face with some soapy water. You sort of bath. And they refresh you for round two. Because you may be knocked out in round nine. Or you may need some small strength. To go beyond round nine. Do you get it? To round ten or eleven. or How many rounds are there? Do you, does anybody know? Twelve rounds. Yes. So, Philemon. Yeah, my brother, let me have joy of thee. Refresh my bowels in the Lord having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou will also do more than I say. I know that you, Philemon, you will do more than I say. Going deeper and doing more. You know? Thank God for the people who we know will do more. More than even we say do. When you say pay a tithe, you just quietly give it twice. Do you know what twice is? Twice is 20%. <laughs> yes. Or say you build a, a, a church, and a community church, and you build a cathedral. So just you know, just let me do it quietly. He said, I know you do more than I, I say. I know you will do more. Going deeper, And doing more. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 10. And in fact, you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia. Yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more. You love, but we are urging you to do more. Love more. To do so more and more. So all through the Bible, you hear God's spirit encouraging people to do more and more and more. Wow. There's more that we can do. When I drive on this mountain, I see the Presbyterian churches. Am I feeling drops? (laughs) I can preach some more before the rain comes. If, if it rains, we'll just take a break and we'll be back right back after the rainy break. Amen. You know, we are used to this raindrops. You love, but you can do more. And God wants you to do more. I want to do more. When you drive on these mountains. Every church building, uh, there was a meeting. There was a committee. There were people who sat down and said, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. 150 years ago, there were meetings of people who came here. uh, And they said, let's build it. Let's build a church here. And notice, every town they built, the town was not too small for them. Even look at today, these are small towns. I can you imagine what it was like in 1847. The missionaries came here in 1828. And they managed to stay and stay alive by 1847. Before the first one was able to stay. I mean, that's a long time ago. They had meetings. They said, Let's do it. And without iron rods. Huh? Look at the tall buildings they built. Without iron rods. Without the cement factories. Gassem. Wow. Ah, without bulldozers. These things were invented recently. Look at the huge buildings they've been able to put up for God. So, now they are no more here. Some of them translated 6,003 tree Proverbs. Listen, let's make sure that we do more for the Lord now that we are here. Amen. John 21 and verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah or John, do you love me more? Than this, do you love me more than this? Huh you love me more. I appointed you, you know. I I was I favored you. I selected you. You know, many times we don't know the greatness of the privilege that we have. Yes, there are times I've tested people who are working for me and some have failed those tests, but they didn't know because I'll not tell you when I'm testing you. Well, because God doesn't tell me when he's testing me. He's just been testing me all all my life. (laughs) I don't see why I should tell you. (laughs) But I, there are times that I do certain tests and the test is to see whether the people appreciate and realize that it's a privilege to have the little job that they are doing. Yes. So, Simon, do you love me more? Going deeper and doing more is going to be plastered on your heart. You're going to go deeper and do much more. Amen. Doing more is the sign that you are obedient to God and that you are pleasing him. In John chapter 7 and verse 31, many of the people believed on him and said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these? And they, were, they were saying that if Christ comes, can he, would he do more than this? So it is what you do and how much more you do that reveals even who you are. That's what I'm saying that you will wish you did more. Because the more reveals who you are. It's not about talking. There are people who have a lot to say. But they have nothing to show for their plenty talk. Yes. Will he do more than this? When Christ himself comes, can he do... Because they were talking about Christ. It's oh, look, look a the, the kind of miracle that's happening here. When Christ comes, will he do more than this? And this must be Christ. Because what has been done is a lot. So what you do and how much you do reveals who you are. So going deeper... And doing more is a very important sign for you. Amen. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 46. It says, for you love them which love you. We all love those who love us. (laughs) If you love those which love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the publicans the same. And if you salute your brethren only... What do ye more than others? What shows you are doing more than others if you only salute your friends? Find time to pray for your enemies and those who seem to be harming you. Amen. Because it is a very important thing to do more than unbelievers. Going deeper and doing more. Now without going deeper you cannot do more. Amen. Why do I say that? Without going deeper you cannot do more. Because it is common sense and common knowledge that many things are not accomplished unless you go deeper. When it comes to buildings to build a one story building that is ground floor You need to go deep to about 200 mm. Which is how much? That's very shallow, isn't it? Yeah. To build a two-story building or a three-story building, you need to go 1.5, the civil engineers, 1.5 meters. That's like this. That's Two, even three stories. That's why we don't have many high buildings. Because we can't go deep. You want to build something greater for God? You got to go deeper. Oh, yes. How many have heard of the Empire State Building in America? The Americans watching, some of them have seen it before. It is 443 meters tall. And the foundation is 16 meters. So I am 1 point, about 1.5 meters. I'll not tell you my height. (laughs) But I'm about 1.5 meters. You get it. So 16 meters It's way before you can get such a building. All right. There is a building. It's called the Salesforce building in San Francisco. Are there some San Francisco people somewhere nearby? Yes. Right here. 61 stories. And the foundation is 94.5 meters deep. I'm one meter. And the foundation of that building is 94.5 meters deep. That's a lot. To get to that high, that's going down. Going deeper. And what? Doing more. So if you want to go to do more, you have to go deep. And many of the things we are into, we are not deep into them. And I'm going to show you some things you must go deep into before you can go up and do very great things for God. Burj Khalifa. Have you heard of that? The Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Yes. You'll soon be going for honeymoon through those areas. Receive it in the name of Jesus. When you go, you go and look for that building. I think it's the tallest building in the world. 828 meters high. Yes, that's almost one kilometer. And the foundation is 50, only 50 meters. You see, it depends on the the soil. So this one is 50 meters deep. And I'm one point, let's say I'm about one meter. So you need me 50 of me into the sky. Before you can get to that foundation. And it depends on the ground. So sometimes, depending on where God has sent you to, you need to go deeper and deeper and deeper because you are on some clay water type of foundation. Hey! (laughs) I see you. you Shallowness is not going to help you now. You see, when you are shallow, you're just hanging around, but you are not deep into things. You are not deep into the church. You are not deep into God. You are not deep into the Holy Spirit. You are not deep into many things. You are just around. And that's why nothing great can come out of you. Yes. Shanghai tower 632 meters high foundation 31 meters But the deepest foundation in the world is in Malaysia. The Petronas Twin Towers. One day I was walking through the Petronas Twin Towers. And I realized that many of my church members will also soon be walking through those towers. You'll be there practically. And that one has a foundation of 114 meters. down that's the deepest you see it depends on the type of ground that we have now i've told you if the rain comes it's threatening we close there are some sheds over there there are some toilets here i hope you've opened all those toilets are they open there are toilets in the place here in case you need nearby and um, just find a shelter release your umbrella to surprise any uh, rain. You get it? I told you to come with your umbrellas. Now, you'll soon be walking through some of these towers and you'll be saying to yourself, you'll be saying to yourself, going deeper and doing more. 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 more. Going deeper and doing more. Amen. Now, you know the World Trade Center? Yeah. That one too is also one of the high buildings. Now, in Seoul, Korea, we have one of the highest buildings in the world. I think it's about number eight. 554 meters, 0.5 meters high. Lotte World Center. I've been there. And I see you also going through these places. Lotte World Center, a lot of beautiful shops and I mean things to see even if you are not going to buy them all, at least to see them. For the ladies, they like to see. I see my Christian daughters here walking through Lotte World Center (laughs) with their husbands. (laughs) Somebody was shouting here with their husbands. (laughs) One day, I went to Korea with 50 people. Yeah. 50 different people. We all went. I took them by the riverside. You see all the beautiful skyscrapers. You see the carpet, uh, headquarters of LG. You know LG? Yeah. Life is good. How many want to go deeper? Sometimes you go to the seaside and you see the fisherman bringing some fish. And you see the fish said red fish you see this small small ones and you know that why he didn't go deep if he was to go deep there are some mega fishes that he would have brought yes if you had gone deeper into evangelism deeper into God deeper into shepherding deeper into pastoral work deeper into God's work you still stop bringing snakes. You know, you, you see that they go fishing, they bring some undeveloped octopus and some small f- eels and some small, small fishes. You can't know what type of fish it is. Have you not seen it before? They bring their, um, a collection of strange plastic bottles and other fishing nets. They join all. Oh. oh. But the Bible speaks of those who go into great waters fishing. And when you go into the deep seas you'll catch the mega ones like the whales. Now if you had gone fishing the whale in the deep if you had gone deeper you'll not be bringing some of the things you brought. Your fish if you had got a blue whale, the heart of the whale is the size of a car, a, a golf car. That's the size of a the heart. Yes. Yes. And the heart is so big that it beats twice in a minute. It just be whoop. And you wait. Ah. <laughs> you just wait for a long time. Then another one go go. And the blood vessels are so big that a human being can swim into to the arteries. Yes. You have been catching red fish and shrimps and sardines. That is why when I talk about greater things. You don't know because if you want to do greater things, you have to go deeper before you can do more. Yes. Uh-huh. Are you listening to me? The penis of a whale. S. <laughs> About 10 to 12 feet. Yes, that is twice. And when it ejaculates, it ejaculates gallons. (laughs) It ejaculates gallons. Not this, I (laughs) mean, what are people have been doing? It gallons. It ejaculates in gallons. You see, you have not gone deeper, so you don't know of great things. Yes. What I mean, three meals, two meals, and uh, we are talking of gallons. It ejaculates it, it in gallon. Whoops. Wow. These are the possibilities when you can go deeper. And you can do more, much, much more. You are sitting on the fringes of Christianity. And just a little bit on the outside, and you are okay you just shallow, just, oh yes, God is my God, and this is my you know two songs, you come to church, you sing two slow songs, three fast songs, and then you are, you've done praise and worship, and then you are just around in the church, you are not deep. That's why an orangu can easily catch you and take you captivity. Because the Bible says, he that leads into captivity shall go into captivity. You capture and you go, you go into captivity and you also take people captive. Yes. There are greater things to catch a whale that you can swim when he, you see, like when he pumps the heart, boom, and you'll be swimming through the vessels like that. You just go like that. Swimming in the blood vessels. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yeah. A whale is the size of 10 story buildings. So it would be something like this. T- ten story. Ten floors. That's the size of a blue whale. Ten floors. It's the largest uh, creature on earth. And the people caught They caught it so much that they, they became extinct. That They almost became extinct. So they are, they are, their population is still very low. Yeah. They, they, because there was, oh, there's oil in the meat. So they were catching them for oil. When they cut them, they they turn the fat into oil. Yeah. What what is that fish that they sell with kinky? The, The small one with a lot of bones. One man thousand. Why is it called one man thousand? One can feed a thousand people. They are too small. What is the one that has a lot of bones? The herrings. Ah, these are the only ones you know. How many are going to go deep? Yes. Now, when you go deeper, you can do greater things. Instead of these small, small buildings you've been putting up, you'll be putting up great things. You'll be catching bigger whales you'll be getting more money. Without going deep, you cannot get to the mines, to the gold. Yes, you don't find the gold. There can easily be gold on this campus. Yeah. Gold mining. Do you know how deep they go? From 1.2 kilometers, they go down to 4.5 and they they go down to 4.5 kilometers vertically. Vertically. Huh? Yeah. The current deepest mine for gold is 3.84 kilometers and is being expanded to 4.27 kilometers under the earth. money and it is so hot that they they, they manufacture ice and pour it in to the town. Do you you know what 4 kilometers? It's like from here to almost to Aburi but vertically downwards for gold. You see why we are not rich? Because if you don't go deep You don't get certain things. Uh, Sitting in the church without getting deep, as deep as you could be, deeper and deeper in God, in Christ, in ministry, in the word, you are not going to get certain things. If you just read my books, you are not going to get certain things. If you just listen to me preaching, you are not going to get certain things. You need deeper than that. That's the truth. I'm not saying my book is not good. My books are good. But I'm saying if it's only my book you read, you're not going to get to certain depths. Just like if you read anybody's book and only read that person's book, you're not going to get to certain depths. Without getting to the real depth, you never experience the things that you're supposed to experience. So you can see that people are shallow and they are not deep. And if you read my books and you don't read it well, you you, you think, oh, I've done an exam. Oh, I I know this. Yes. You know, recently I saw some people bringing curses upon themselves. And I thought to myself that if people would even respect the book, how to neutralize curses and read it and see what will happen to you for sure as the word of God is sure. Honor thy father that it may be well with thee that you may live long. You can see that they are not deep into what they are saying. Yes. Even when we talk of loyalty, many of my bishops are not loyal to me. Many. They think they are loyal, but they are not loyal. And they don't know that they are not loyal. And they don't even know it. That's even the fantastic part. Yes. (laughs) They are are, are, are around, but they are not loyal. As many of them have become like Joab, who is both loyal and disloyal. Joab, Joab was with David to the end. He fought for David in all the wars, but he was some way. It's true. And I can prove it to them. One time I called. You see, you must decide. Listen, you must decide. Even my simple books, if you are to sit down with the book and just read it slowly. And go deeper into the book that I have written to you. You'll be surprised how it will change your life. But so I know what it's going to say. Kill yourself for Jesus. 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 Kill yourself for Jesus, chapter eight, kill yourself for Jesus, chapter nine, kill yourself for Jesus, chapter ten, kill yourself for Jesus, chapter nineteen, kill yourself for Jesus, chapter thirty. And that's it. Yes. Once you skim through, that's why I can give you what I read and what I listen to. But because you won't go deep in it, you'll never have what I have from it. Yes. Because you are not deep. You can attend Bible school here. All right? You can attend Bible school here. But if you don't go deep yourself and that deep going, you'll see that it takes great effort. And at one time I was in Johannesburg and I had the privilege of going into a mine. Six of the deepest mines, six of the deepest mines in the world are just, just outside, just out south of Johannesburg. And if you are um, flying into Job, Joburg, you, if you can see, or if you are driving, it's easier to see when you're driving. You see some mounds of some sand, type of sand. It's all from underground. They have gone deep. Four kilometers. Three kilometers. <laughs> you know, the day that I went underground, eh, you know, I don't think we went far. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know how deep, maybe 200 meters. I don't know how far went down with a lift. You know, as I was walking, I said, ah, human beings are greedy. Like, look at where, <laughs> look at where they are so dangerous under the ground. Look at the effort they are making to get gold. Do we make any such efforts towards God? Do we make any such effort towards the books that have are in front of us? Do we make any such effort toward to know God ourselves? You want the church to announce 21 day fast so that you say you fasted. Dear friends, there is much more to Christianity than what surface things we are doing. I realize that anybody who goes deep in God, who does more has gone deep. You know, if you take uh, Benny Hinn and Derek Prince. How many have heard Derek Prince before? I've been mentioning his name. If you hear him, he sounds very educated, and he is very educated. He was, uh, what, what about Oxford University and this and that. If you hear him, you get the impression of somebody who is very educated and very deep. Now, when you listen to Benny Hinn, especially when he was younger, you get that feeling of someone who is just excited and Holy Spirit anointing, anointing, Holy Spirit. one day, I was watching him as he was ministering. And the Holy Spirit showed me something. He said, look at this man. Don't be deceived by the exuberance which is caused by the presence of the Holy Spirit. The man is very deep. And not long after I was watching him preach then he said that he was talking about so many things in the Old Testament. This and that, Leviticus, Job, this there. Then he, at a the point he was walking to the Bible. He said oh, do you think I'm preaching from notes? Do you think I'm preaching from notes? These things are deep in me. There's no notes. I'm not preaching from notes. He was talking job, this, that, that, different things. And he was talking about how he reads through the night, studying. You know, there's no one who does more who has not gone deeper. There's nothing like that. The person is far deeper than you can imagine. To, To raise a certain type of ministry and a certain level, the person must be very deep. Yes. Without being deep in God, you will never do more for God. And I believe that there is a call for every one of us to personally make the sacrifice to go deep. Because when you are going deep, you sense pressure. No, there's pressure under there. Even in the sea, there is a level when a human being goes, he, his body will explode because there's so much pressure in the water. And that's why you can have this a disease they call bends, the bends, with the nitrogen and so on dissolving in your blood when you are coming up and can cause permanent damage. Yeah. And that's why when you dive deep in water, you shouldn't dive deep. I mean, you shouldn't, be careful when you are diving. But if you go deep, by by six, eight feet, your ears will start hurting you. And that's a pressure. And you can imagine some people go 200 feet. Yes. You know, the great achievements, they are done by people who go deep. So, brothers and sisters, God is calling you and I to go deep and to do more for God. Are you ready to go deeper and to do more and to catch the whales and the different things that you're supposed to catch whilst you are alive on earth. Amen. Now going deeper Number one, dimensions. Going deeper in the dimension of the word. Turn to Acts chapter 17, verse 10. And the brethren... Immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither into the synagogue of the Jews. And these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. So the first dimension, going deeper in the word. They search the scriptures daily. When I preach to you, search the scriptures daily. It's not a fight. You know, everybody has an dis- opinion, But we are not here preaching opinions. We are here preaching the word. You don't need my opinion for anything. My opinion doesn't mean nothing much. I'll never join the debating club. The debating society, is that what they call it? You have one in your school. Debating society and so on. And And, and that's writers and debaters club. And that's why I I didn't do arts. Because I'm always arguing with the arts student. They'll say, so and so and so and so. The French Revolution was caused by a lack of uh, what? Bread. Discuss. Discuss. (laughs) How can that be a question? You know, ask me the causes of the causes of uh, diarrhea or the causes of pain in the right iliac fossa, so that I tell you the facts of these causes but not that I should discuss. You know? Those things are opinions. I don't see how I should pass my exam based on an opinion. But anyway, that's what the art student's world. And I respect it. Please. I beg you. No art student. Don't write me any letters. (laughs) What I am saying is that we need to go deeper into the word. Don't listen to opinions. Don't listen to things that come from outside. Search it for yourself. And then you start to see you are different. Yes. You start to search for yourself. You know, when I was a, a young Christian, younger Christian, I had a, a, an uncle called Uncle James, one of my spiritual fathers. And I asked him, One time I asked him a question. He told me, you know something, the question you have asked is very difficult. So put it in the wardrobe and after some time you will come to find the answer to this question. Yeah, that's what he told me. And it's true, ask time, and there are some questions you can ask. Who was Cain's wife? You know, things like that. Who did Cain marry? And and, and questions like that. (laughs) So, uh, what I'm saying is that there are deeper things. If you search, you find the answer very easily. It's time for you to search the scriptures yourself. Either you honor your father or you don't honor. Either you believe in what the Bible says or you don't believe it. It's just up to you. Find it and follow it. you tithing. Somebody's raising money. You just do what you see yourself in the word of God. Like I was reading Psalm 66 verse 12, which says, I bring you to your wealthy place. It's not about what I think. It's what does the word of God say? Search it for yourself. Hallelujah. 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 Number two, second dimension, I'm, I'm going to try to be faster than the rain. Go deeper in wisdom. Everybody say go deeper. No, there are some prophets when they are prophesied. People shall go deeper. <laughs> go deeper. And I'm showing you go deeper in the word. It's possible. Go deeper in wisdom. Romans eleven, verse thirty-three. Oh, the depth of riches, of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. The depth, how deep the wisdom and the knowledge of God is. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out for who has known the mind of the Lord. Go deeper. Go deeper. In the wisdom. If I wrote a book to you on the art of leadership, go deeper into it. There are many things. Many deeper truths. Many deeper wisdom that you will never get until you drill 4.7 kilometers down. I'm telling you, you'll be sitting there until you, you know, I used to have a concordance and dictionaries, you know, huge books. When I'm reading my Bible, I have my Bible. Then I had another Bible for 26 translations all in one. And then I had my big concordance and then I had my dictionary and many big heavy books. When I read the scripture, then I open the concordance. That is where I found the word "Aman" in Chalak. I remember one day, I was reading Second Chronicles twenty twenty that, believe in the Lord your God, you shall uh, believe in, your, in the Lord, you shall be established. Believe in His prophets, you shall prosper." Then I opened my concordance. I remember the day, and I, and the last, I saw I, the word is "Aman," big book, because in those days we didn't have iPad and all that. I was searching. I remember that day. I found a man, Chalak. Those days, I was having miracle conventions. I was going deeper, deeper. The concordance is fat like this, huge. I had a Strong's concordance and a Young's concordance, different ones. We give different meanings. Most Christians don't know what are these. (laughs) Never use it before. You have everything at at your fingertips. And those of you who don't have iPad, you still don't have the concordance. How unsearchable are your wisdom and your knowledge. How unsearchable. Unsearchable. You can't even get to the end of it. That's what it means. You can't get to the end of it. So God is calling you this day. And finally, this, I have more, but I want to just end with this. Number three, go deeper into solving your problems. Yes, you know, there are many problems. We don't go to the bottom of it. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 13. For from the least, even unto the greatest, every one of them is given to covetousness. From the prophet, even unto the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. They have healed also the head of the daughter of my people slightly saying peace peace when there is no peace Jeremiah eight fourteen. they have healed also the head of the daughter of my people slightly you have healed the problem slightly not properly not completely you have healed also, the head of the daughter of my people slightly saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Yes. You know, many problems have deep roots. Yes, they have deep roots. And when you heal the problem slightly, But not deeply. It doesn't go away. In fact, it resurfaces. That is why in many medical diseases, uh, especially with cancers, they have what they call, when you hear the word radical, like if it's breast cancer, they have what they call radical mastectomy. Radical means like extreme. Extreme. I mean, they will remove the breast, the pectoralis major, and minor, and major, and go into the armpit and clear. There's a surgeon right there, he he can tell us all the things that they remove. Radical! They They clear the whole things that are not the breast. Any connected thing, they just clear the whole place. Radical prostatectomy, radical, different radicals. Because they have healed also the head. You healed the head, there was a problem. But you healed the head of the daughter of my people slightly, just slightly. Saying, and you told her, Peace, peace. But there was no peace. It was not over. And people don't go deep to solve problems. If you have a problem, you better get to the root of it. Otherwise, I tell you, you'll be shocked when it recurs. That's why they call recurrence: the, the disease is returned. So many people say, "Oh, he went for an operation and he's okay now." He went for a break and it's what? It's okay now, but it's not okay. You have healed the head slightly, saying peace, peace, but there is no peace. You cannot get away with deception. You cannot get away with curses. You see, curses are the reason for a lot of things. It's the deep (laughs) cause. You know, sin is the reason for a lot of things. That's why when you are having an affair with somebody and you have ended it, you have to end all forms of relationship with a person, including hello. Including hello. Yes. Radical uh, relationship ectomy. <laughs> My mouth is uh, uh, radical rela- relationship Are you listening to me? yes. Sin. Look, let let me, let me tell you something. Have you thought of Jesus Christ? Why Jesus came? He didn't come to make universities. He didn't show us how to make a borehole. He didn't show us how to generate electricity. He didn't show us how to make vaccines. He didn't show how to do contraception. He didn't show how to... If you go to a cemetery in England, an old cemetery, if you, you, know, you, if you are interested, read the um, epitaphs. Yes. You see many people when they are 20s, when they died, and many of them were Girls. Yes. Many died in childbirth. Yes. Childbirth was the most, the wildest thing that can happen to a woman until medical science advanced. It was like the wildest thing that can happen to a woman is to give birth. Many died. Yes. Before they invented, um, what do you call it? Uh, Anesthesia. People were operated on without anesthesia, yes. and they they were given the option to die or to, and many chose death. Say, so I, I I I want to die. I I don't need this. <laughs> Are you still around? Why did Jesus come to this world? The Bible says. Let me read it to you. Are you interested? Are you sure you are interested? Huh? The Bible tells us that Jesus Christ came into this world in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. It says, and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. That's the only thing he came to do in this world. That shows that your sin is the reason for every problem. That when God wanted to solve your problem, ah, he tackled the sin. He just said, I'll go straight for your sin. And not do it. I won't even advise you. I'll just go for your sin. Because it is the reason for everything. So when you sin and you don't repent properly, and, and you see, you, don't, you don't even know what to do with it. Sins are to be confessed, eh? Sins are to be confessed. One time I told somebody who was confessing, I said, I said, you will make it worse if you lie. One day I was somewhere, and then I felt the Holy Spirit. Waking me up, said, go and see something. I said, Lord, I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Whatever is whatever happening should happen. There are people I don't want to talk to because I know they will just lie to me. There are questions I have for people, but I decided I will not ask them because they will just lie and their case will be worse. Your real problem for everything in your life is your sin. I'm telling you. You can never solve a problem of a human being unless you solve the problem of the person's sins. If you like, try it and see. It will never go away. You have to go deeper. That's why the doctor will search, you know, Steve Jobs, he had a cancer pancreatic. This operation takes 12 hours. They go inside to, to remove, it's called a, um, what's it called? Ripples operation. Yeah, about 12 hours. If it's done once in your, in your hospital, once a year, they are that unless they, they do about 12 in a year, you are not likely to recover. When you sleep, you will not wake up. They go inside. At the back. They will be operating. Ah. Trying to get the thing. To come out. Because that thing is killing. It's like the sin. And the Bible tells us to forsake. Our sins. But we don't forsake. We forsake lying. Forsake stealing. Forsake every wickedness. Now people don't forsake it. Neither do they turn around. And you continue to move around. With the sin which is the cause of the problem and it never goes but that's what I'm saying that even monkeys sometimes are wiser they can see this thing is a curse and they know it they have healed they have healed the head. there was a head. there was a problem of the daughter of my people they healed it but they healed it slightly not deeply. And they said, they said peace, peace, but there was no peace. They shouldn't have said peace. They shouldn't have said peace. They shouldn't have prophesied prosperity because there's nothing like that. If you don't go deep to remove things from your life, yeah, removing them may involve removing friends. It may involve removing la, lifelong relationships. It may involve k- confessing your faults one to another so that you'll be healed. It may involve doing restitution and paying for the wickedness you've done to compensate. I'm telling you, you cannot go better than the word of God. Smiling around and being nice doesn't solve deep problems. That's why, you know, people talk about, I was abused, I was this, this happened to me. This is because, so that things are in people's heads and in their hearts and in their minds you know, God wants to heal us. And if we are going to do more, we need to go deep, deep, deep into our hearts. You know, there are people that don't even want to think about their problems. When you ask them, oh, I can't remember anything. <laughs> but they're able to remember certain things like video. Then when it comes to certain places, the mind seems to go off. It's a bit like the reception. Sometimes it comes... And it goes. <laughs> Listen, do you know that our condition? The, the reason why we are in the state we are, the reason why America has got more vaccines to vaccinate the whole country over and extra 500 million more vaccines there. Eh? And we have only what, three? 600,000, and whether the second dose will be there is a question. The the reason is not just money. It's deeper. If you go to Noah, and you, you, you go as far back deeper to Noah, then you see the reason why when Noah said to his son, a servant of servants. You shall be the seventh servant. You start to see the origins and the explanations. Why the six deepest mines in the world, eh? The deepest mine in the world is Anglo Ashanti in South Africa. The deepest. 4.7 kilometers deep. The deepest. 30% of all gold ever mined in the whole world, ever mined, is from South Africa. Go to the black people. When we were in South Africa, we, went, we were there for about almost 30 crusades. The lowest offerings ever. The most difficult conditions. The, the, the black people's condition. Oh, you never understand it. And Ghana has stopped mentioning the white man. As the reason for our state. Long time we stopped. Those were neocolonialism, colonialism. Oh, please give us a break. <laughs> go deeper. And you see. That's why I said my book on neutralizing. People don't respect it. My own pastors. They don't, they, 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 they don't go deep into it. They just look. so Chapter one is kill yourself for Jesus. Chapter two kill yourself for Jesus. Chapter 17, kill yourself for Jesus. Chapter 20, kill yourself for Jesus. Continue that way. And that is why we never get to the greatness that God wants us to get to because we are not prepared to go deeper and as deep as we ought to go in anything and in everything. You assume you know. You know, if you see my face, if you see me passing by, who do I look like? I'm half-caste, Lebanese, um, Whatever, Malaysia, Indian, foreigner, Ubruni, anything, and you have a certain discounted mind, discounting certain things. Oh, this guy, this, 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 whatever. Somebody say, I don't do this, I don't do, I don't behave in a certain way, and all that. Fine. So you discount and you fail to go deeper. That's why a lot of people, when they come around, they are surprised. Hey, hey, hey! We are never known that there is a place like this over here. <laughs> this place looks like a foreign place. Go deeper. And God will show you many things. When you start going deeper in God. Everything is going to change. And we are going to do more. Nobody is going to beg you to be a shepherd or to do anything. Because you see see that, yes. Because I'm going deeper in God. I'm more fruitful. I'm better. But you know what I feel the Holy Spirit is saying? Look look at your life problem. What What is this reason? You think about what Jesus came to do. He came to save us from our sins. Is that all? Is that all? No development. No development at all. No vocational school. No, no developmental project. No university. Is it relevant? Is it relevant? Is it relevant? It's because you are not deep. That's why you ask whether Jesus Christ is relevant. That's why you see students, young people, have the same problems as grown ups at the age of 19 and 20. Also suffering from depression, relationship breakup as if they've been married before. Heartbreaks, heartburn. Hey! Hey! <laughs> people think this is a young people's church. The problems that we have here, um, I tell you, it's only that you don't know. You see a young person carrying a load of the whole world on his head. His parents' problem have added to his problems. <laughs> they have healed the head of the daughter of my people slightly saying, peace, peace, where there is no peace. Let's get into it. Let's get into your life. Be honest. Put yourself before God and be better. You know, the Bible says, God, there's nothing hid from the one we have to deal with. There's there's nothing hid from him. There's nothing you can say to God that he doesn't know. He can even remind you. True or not true? Yes. And I believe when you do that, amen, he will bless you. Are you listening to me? Amen. Father, thank you for your mighty power. Thank you for going deeper and doing more. Thank you that everyone here is going to go on deeper. In Christ. Malora Satalada Umbo Rankatas Machido Le Mende de Bede. Parumba Derimolade Sede and Alamokera Mandalada. Thank you that we are going deeper into the reasons for things in our lives. Madokeridos Alama Abaranola and Machine Barasana Lift your hands. Lift your hand. Let your life be open before him. In Psalm 100 verse 3. The Bible says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. God has made us and he knows what is wrong with us. Lift your hand and call on God. Call on your God. Tell your God, Lord, I want every problem to be solved from the beginning, from the origins. I don't want to hear peace when there is no peace. I don't want my problem to be solved slightly, slightly. I don't want to hear false prophecies about my life I don't want to hear the word peace, peace when there is no peace Help me to forsake my sins and the origins of my crisis Mataka la sandole. Proverbs 28 and verse 13. Are you listening? It says, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whoso does two things shall have mercy. Number one, Whoso confesseth and forsaketh them, you see, this is what you have to do with your sin and the origin of all the crises and problems and failings of your life. Number one, confessing, and number two, forsaking. What confessing and what forsaking? Forsake means like you have abandoned like somebody with a broken heart. That your sin will have a broken heart. Say, oh, are you leaving me? You say, I'm leaving you. Never again. Confessing and forsaking the very thing you see, hello, hello. Let us respect Jesus. If Jesus came to this world only for sin, then this whole service can be only for sin. Yes. This whole service. That's the only thing he came to do. No developmental project at all. Yes. Some of you, your, your life and even your child's life is at risk because of a relationship you had when you were even a teenager. Or a relationship you had when you were in your 20s. Yes. Yeah. you will be surprised that Sins and wickedness in your life can have serious consequences for Jesus. For God to send His Son all the way to do what? (laughs) Not even to preach, just to get rid of our sins. Lift your hands, Father. There shall be no more slight healings from today, but we confess and forsake our wickedness and our life's mistakes. We confess them Lord. We confess them and forsake them and abandon them. There shall be no more half and half healing, half and half restoration and half and half corrections. Thank you Father for your power that is working in our lives to heal to restore to recover and to change our very destiny put your hand on your heart let me prophesy Father thank you I prophesy a confession and a forsaking of all sins and mistakes and errors and all iniquities that are causing evil and crisis to multiply in our lives thank you for healing thank you for restoration thank you for mercy thank you for help through the blood of the lamb that takes away the sins of the world we give you thanks father and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus lift your hands may the blood of Jesus cover you and wash you the blood that flows from Calvary may the blood flow may the blood flow to the highest mountain and may the blood flow to the lowest valley of your life may you be delivered from your sins and mistakes through the blood of the sacrifice the blood of the lamb of god that taketh away the sins of the world Ramasata baka balada the root, the origin, the basis, the foundations of crises and troubles and dangers and curses. may the root be uprooted, may the foundation be taken out, may the cause Adalaa, a cause causeless shall not come. May the cause of the curse be taken out from today. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for healing and restoration for your people in Jesus name
4: the blood that Jesus shed come on way down on
3: Calvary way down on Calvary Uh they have healed the heart of the water by people slightly. slightly slightly slightly
1: let me just pray. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your savior, maybe somebody invited you but you are not born again. Or maybe you are watching and you want to confess your sins and forsake your sin. Let me pray with you right now. If you are here like that, wherever you are standing or sitting, I want you to lift up your hand if you want me to pray with you to Confess your sin and forsake your sin to God today and come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to Christ. I want Jesus to change everything about me right now. If you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, right now lift your hand up high like this. God bless you. 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 you. God bless you, God bless you. if you've lifted your hand, pastor, pray with me I want God today I want Jesus to save me come to me come with your hand lifted up come from the back come from upstairs come to the front I want
3: to pray with you right here God bless you come 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 come, come from
4: wherever you are standing the blood of Jesus is flowing right now
3: my friends, come all the way to God come to, 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 to Jesus come to Jesus come to Jesus
1: come I'm waiting for you quickly quickly the blood
3: come on my friend Come on. God bless the blood, you. The blood, that gives me strength, strength for to today. Today it's lose.
1: lift it your is hands. My now lift your hands. Everybody join. We are all today, we are all confessing our sins. You are watching by television. Lift your hand in your te- in your bedroom, in your house. Don't listen. Don't always say, this message was good for that person. I wish he was here. No. You are the one who God is speaking to. Don't think of other people. Lift your hand up right now and say this prayer. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to God today. Wash away my sins. I am a sinner. Lord Jesus please write my name in the book of life from today everybody say from today I confess I forsake all my wicked ways all my sins in Jesus name wash me Jesus Christ wash me with the blood of Jesus today thank you Everybody say thank you. Thank you, you, Jesus, for saving me today. Now lift your two hands. Say thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. From today, I will follow you. I will serve you. you. I will obey you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen hallelujah god bless you take your books here but don't move no one should move nobody should move take your communion give them the book quickly take your communion if you brought it if you are watching online television healing jesus tv is on dstv in south africa east africa and on multi tv and on strong's strong's um strong's concordance strong's channel strong's Everything you need in West Africa, Central Africa, East Africa, and soon we'll be announcing another channel very soon. Amen. Take the bread. I feel the power of the blood. The power of the blood. Maranda Sando Kamalanda. Don't worry in front if you don't have any. Lift up your bread right now. If you didn't bring communion, don't worry. Just pray with us. We'll take it for you, Father thank you for the body of your son Jesus. Why did Jesus come to die for us? To save us from our sins. It must be the biggest problem of our lives. Our sins. Therefore today, we thank you for this great blood and this body of Jesus Christ. We honor your body and we say as we take your body, may healing come into our lives healing into our bladders, our hearts, our blood, our brains, our lungs, our livers, our our bones, every aspect, of our eyes, may there be healing in our breasts, in our, every part of our organs, Lord, lagaloga, 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 La galaga loga, la galoga la bagola gabalaga balaga balabogala, the mogala bagalabola galagada, do maramana kalada. I am twist cases, I am twist cases, Domokala mokala, the mokala, the boga, the madolama. I am two cases, living cases, Doloma loma cramazanola bacabazada by the body and the manifestation of the body. Adakola and the blood of Jesus Christ the saviour of the world the body of Jesus Christ now whatever represents your sin by this blood, you are forsaking and being forgiven. Listen, the biggest problem, unless Jesus Christ is not wise, how do you come to here only to do what? From sins. Only one thing. Wow. Wow. It must be the reason for every problem that we have ever had. Lift it up high. Father, thank you for this mistake eraser. That is erasing our sin. Thank you. May our hands which are dirty be clean. Our feet which have gone running towards evil be clean. May our heart which has thought of evil and implemented it be clean as well may wholeness come into our lives may we be free from captivity the any type of captivity from any source thank you through this blood be protected from the enemy and from every enemy fire against you the blood of Jesus Christ There is power, power, water, working power in the blood. your hands. May whatever is the root of a crisis, the root of a problem, the root of a hurt in your life be uprooted. May what applies to you never be transferred to anybody else. May you never be blind toward your own sin and your standing before God. Receive open eyes I said, receive open eyes that you may not defend the indefensible and explain what cannot be explained away. May you be cleansed from all wickedness so that the blessing of the Lord comes to rest upon your life permanently. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost begin to rise upward and away from the root of all curses in your life. In Jesus name be healed. In Jesus name be saved. In Jesus name be set free by the name, by the power, by the blood of the Lamb. Now whatever attacks you is repelled. In Jesus name. Whatever targets you is repelled in Jesus name. Return to sender Whosoever throws a stone, may a stone return upon his head. May his head be cracked open like a coconut, wide open in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it be so. And everyone shouted, Amen.
0: God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today.